everyone. Welcome to the Parkscope on Professional Podcast Hour. Joining me tonight is Lane. Lane, how are you doing? Spectacular. Belly full of calzone and Jameson. Ready to do some podcasting. <laughs> and Jameson. Good. Interesting combo. A calzone and Jameson. Yeah. I went to the local pizza joint. Got a calzone tonight. Had a little after dinner Jameson to take me home. I don't. I, I don't know. I haven't had calzones in forever. I'm just like a. I just get pizza. I don't know. Well, some places the calzones are better than the pizza because sometimes things are aided with. Let's drown it in ricotta cheese and fry it a little more. Mm, okay, that sounds good. Yeah, there. I forget. I think it was um at Purdue University. There's a place called Love Shack, L U V Shack, and yep. they had calzones that you could order for like five bucks or something late at night when you're drunk, and those were really good. And you get to dunk it in like ranch because it's the Midwest or whatever you want. Because <laughs> it's the Midwest, you gotta <laughs> yes. hearty it up. Yeah, you gotta hearty it up. Because nothing it, says it, nothing says drinking around at uh, a few rounds at Brothers and then going to Love Shack than Purdue University. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, you just at Indiana. You're an engineer too smart for your own good. Yep. And your football team's terrible. Your football team's terrible, so you have to compensate with calzone and ranch. Your football team's so bad that like. What, I forget what it was, but like they were doing uh, like excavation work, and then like all of a sudden the basketball arena, the one good thing, like was flooding and ruined their floor. So like the basket, the football team's so bad it just ruins other sports literally. <laughs> at Purdue, oh, get a new coach. It's gonna be okay at Purdue. They need to go triple option. Mm-hmm. Oh Purdue, what are we gonna do with you? No idea. So Lane, let's start it off with some uh, news, shall we? some positive news with some positive news because that what i had open was not the news i wanted to start with this is the news i wanted to start with this is much better <clears throat> so we have some new information on the jimmy fallon race through new york starring jimmy fallon or whoop, whoop. race through jimmy fallon starring new york which i think would be better but whatever um so it's they stars uh saying spring 2017 um for this attraction so basically what what they've kind of laid out was a awesome uh new uh exterior concept art for the attraction like very city walk lit up correct well it looks just like the um nbc store and studio center and the nbc building in new york city at 30 rock correct yeah exactly it looks just like 30 rock um i don't know if they're building anything else but i mean it looks it looks really good it looks better than that twister facade for sure so 50 feet tall it's gonna look like 30 rock yeah it's it, it looks real nice um so that's what's going to be outside. It's going to look much more professional, a lot cleaner, especially in an area to park that needs it. Um, also, yeah, also one thing that I, I don't know if it's in the concept art, but let me look really quick. That's the part of that park that is still original. Uh, and everything are, else has been brought up to such a cool degree of a studio's park. Mm-hmm. That makes... Like, this new facade's going to bring it up to... It's going to keep a Studios Park feel, but keep, bring it up to the 2016-2017 kind of facade. Yeah. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can see it from here. Actually, you sort of can, can't. But over the restrooms, um, when I was at Halloween Horror Nights, I saw there was, like, a kind of awning there. And... Under and like it looked like an area where people could sit. So I was checking to see if they could, if they had that in there, but they don't. In the the restrooms got updated, correct? Yeah, they're really nice now. Um, awesome. And there's going to be a seating area up on top of the restrooms for, uh, um, or it looks like there's going to be a seating area on top of the restrooms for like people watching the concert and stuff. 
you know, VIP okay. seating and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, this so, backs up, uh, <laughs> Twister slash Fallon backs up right to the show bowl, correct? Yeah. Okay. So there, that's going to be there. Um, let's see. So yeah, uh, for the details on the actual attraction, there's going to be, sounds like there's going to be a, um, inside, I don't know if this is inside the queue, because I'm trying to figure this out, because there's three things they talked about. They start, they talked about hanging out in Studio 6B. So what they have are a bunch of, like, characters and uh, sketches from uh, the, uh, the the actual uh, Tonight Show. So they have the hashtag, the panda, the beloved mascot, which I've never heard of in my life. Yeah. No, um, he has a panda. Okay, sure. I just, I just, he just runs out. I think that's the extent of the Tonight Show panda. All I remember is the masturbating bear from the the late Conan, show. right? Conan, yeah, yeah. Um, also, the Ragtime Gals Barbershop Quartet. Uh, again, I really don't watch the Tonight Show, so so that's that's a recurring bit he does with kind of some of his buddies, writers, whatever. Okay, and they, it's just balancing it. It's Dapper Dan's, but it's a Ragtime Quartet. Nice. It's a recurring bit about a ragtime quartet, so... Okay, so it'll be like... They're going to have a show, like, around it. So that's good. Um, but that could be that could be the pre-show. Yeah. Well, I, well, I don't know what the pre-show is. I, we'll get into that in a second. Um, okay. Also, in 6B, there will be an interactive desk where they can do their own thank you note card segment. Um, and you can also do a, a Race with Jimmy Drive retro-style video game. So I think the... Where, where's all this? Is, so this is like... All the fun interactive pre slash post queue stuff. Is this like just in the lobby of the? Well, there and here's a well. Let's let's jump down really a little bit. Next, uh, uh, the bottom part says explore the history of the Tonight Show. As they step in foot inside the renowned NBC studios, guests will get an up close look at significant moments of the 62 year history of one of America's most popular franchises, Tonight Show. Uh, in the Tonight Show lobby, guests get VIP access to NBC studios. They'll get a once in a lifetime opportunity to see real props and set pieces. From one of the longest running shows on television, everything from actual suits of past and present uh, hosts to the NBC video cameras used to record the show, cue cards used in past episodes. So I'm not sure what the cue is. It kind of sounds like the cue may be um, that I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so this could be this could be cue, and this could be. Pre-show, and it could be pre-cue. So what I'm guessing is that we've heard some rumors that. The current, like, right, you know, right now, and uh, Teradon Flyers are using a ride reservation system where you get a car, correct, a, a ticket, and you come back. Yeah, and, and like they'd always talked, or uh, like Jim Hill always talked about with Rock and Roller Coaster, just yeah, making it, or or the way they kind of wanted to do Dumbo at Disney World, like you just wait in a blob until it's your time, and then you go. Yeah. So what a this cue is, cue. Yeah. So what this is, um, they're talking about. It's what I'm guessing is you're gonna get your time to do the attraction, and then you wait in the um, interactive area for like 20 minutes, half an hour, or whatever. Do the meet and greets, all that stuff, and then there is a smaller, shorter line, and that's the VIP access that they talk about at the at the bottom of the page. That's so the like, queue for the next scene slash ride show yeah that's going to be like the cue for everyone to get together and then they let you into like the main pre-show and then the main ride or something like that so this like you can say this is revolutionary and then you remember oh my goodness they're just talking about country bear jamboree yeah exactly i mean it's it's 
really it's nothing crazy. It, it, uh, I mean, the problem I had with it is that getting something and not being able just to stand in line is just an additional thing that just drives people crazy because they're like, I want to stand in line and just wait for it. I don't want to think about it. You know, that's exactly the problem they had with Dumbo. Like, people would just line up, even though they're not supposed to line up. Yeah. They, they just like, do it. So, yeah. um, but on the other hand, I, I, I don't know. Maybe they're doing something different. Again, this is all rumors. We don't know exactly. But it could so. also just be a straight up line. And here's a muddle huddle, basically, that you can come hang out in before the line starts. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Horror Makeup has some cool stuff in their lobby, and that's basically before a show. And then if you want to get to more like the Fallon ride is going to be, that's what um, uh, main ride at the studio is the great movie ride. Mm-hmm. Just has prop stuff, just lining the walls of the queue. And that's awesome. And you look at it and it's fine. Yeah. So and that could be that they could just be doing that and it's fine. Yeah. So um, I, I like the idea of the exterior and the queue, but the ride and the bride preview they showed just was extremely just fine. Not something I'm interested. So you want to get you want to get into the ride? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the ride a little bit? Yeah, we'll look into it. So they're using what, um, uh, is is getting put into following IAPA, following a lot of uh, mm, ride design companies. No. A ride that is getting put into a lot of different places, yeah. known as the Flying Theater. Uh, my understanding is no, but it's not a flying theater. It's not like Soren or Avatar. That's what I've heard. Oh. So, so what what do you, what do you hear slash think it's going to be if it's not a flying theater? I think it's literally like when people think flying theater, they think you know the director said it goes up or you know yeah kinda it's tilts. Sore. So what I think they mean by flying theater is they literally mean that you're going to be like sitting in the Tonight Show theater, and then you know remember like the have you been to Busch Gardens Williamsburg? Yep. You know that like motion simulator they have that's like a front open and it's really massive. Yeah, it's uh, like flying that. over Europe. Yeah, exactly. Um, like that. So you go from like being in the Tonight Show to being like flying through New York, but you're still in the theater. So you're saying some BS Musion and then a shitty Minions ride. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I just completely ruined your enthusiasm for this ride. Yeah, I mean, you did, but that's okay if... I mean, we still don't know. Okay, they yes, could do either in that space. That's a you good point. You could try to make an imitation Tonight Show Theater. And who's to say a Minions slash Simpsons ride isn't going to be fun? True. Anyway, both of those rides are pretty fun. True. So do you want to uh, continue with the uh, ride description and what you saw in the video and stuff? Uh, it's going to be a Minions slash Simpsons type ride. And our last argument is... Whether it flies you up in the air like Soren or the new Avatar flight over Pandora, or does it just rock you up and down like Minions or a little bit of The Simpsons? Yeah. Which we don't know. Maybe. We don't know. Moderate insiders don't know. Someone knows that is not us. I think Sorrell's in charge of this project. Uh, and Terry Koo's doing a bunch of the stuff for it, too. Okay. So the transitions will probably be really good if Terry Koo's on it. But, <laughs> like, uh, we we as the general public and we as theme park nerds don't know if it's going to be a flying theater or just a motion base uh, Captain Neo theater. Mm-hmm. So. And I think that's that's where a lot of super fans are back and forth arguing about about how fun this is going to be or how fun this is not going to be. And I think a big part of that is 
is it going to lift you up in the air and do you get to fly around or do you just sit in your chair and it vibrates a little bit and it's the same gag we've gotten for 30 years? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it'll be probably more back to the future than minions or Shrek, but which, which the Simpsons rides really fun and really funny. And if you could go in there and not motion sickness and just watch a, a two minute clip, that's just funny of theme park jokes and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, IP jokes, then that's a good bit. Mm-hmm. And if they basically take that stamp and go, well, we're across the lake, we're going to do the same darn thing mm-hmm. and do that with Fallon, it would still be funny. It'll still do its job of being a sea ticket that fills up the crowds or takes up the crowds, mm-hmm. does better than Mr. does, and it keeps IP. Um, it keeps some synergy going. Uh, you know, I, I've done the tour at 30 Rock where you get to go in Siren Live and you get to go in the old Tonight Show uh, theater and such and it, it's it's a really fun time as a tourist but it's also very very synergistic um so i hope that this can recreate some of that fun without just feeling like the overbearing nbc comcast is staring down my throat mm-hmm. um i think um also chicago is winning five to one now fuck <laughs> damn it Anyway, Cubs are, Cubs are probably going to win the World Series at this point. Uh, I don't want to talk about it right now. I'm not we happy pass about it. it. Uh, anyway, so what I'm like, there's a few things that people brought up, and I think there's one thing I want to touch on real quick is like this whole entire idea of people like, like uh, Disney fans kind of poo pooing the idea. Like, I'm going to be the first one. This doesn't sound very good. It's not something I'm really that interested in. But there's always been this kind of weird idea that. There's the Disney way to do attractions, and that's the only way to do attractions. And I just think that's not correct at all. Um, that's a false statement because Disney has seat fillers too. Well, not even that, but like how the attraction is designed, or oh, it's just synergy, or it's too gag filled, or you know that kind of thing. Like it just, Which is, it just assumes like, oh well, no. why does Jimmy Fallon need to be in it? It should just be a thing in New York City and. That's yeah. that's a that's a ignorant that's an ignorant argument I won't even entertain. Wow. Because if you think if you think one of the best theme park company in the companies in the world is doing something or isn't doing something or there's they're both trying to do the very best they can do to get the very best product they can and that overlaps a lot more times than it doesn't. Well, another thing is that I think Universal is very good at they're not good at many things, but one of the th- good things they are find, uh, good at is finding a market that is underrepresented or underutilized and kind of goes for it, whether it be horror or Harry Potter kind of st- like level or stuff. Or just fire in general. Or spraying water at you or Transformers yeah. or, or, or The Tonight Show, which is a huge but, television show. Yeah, and people like The Tonight Show – Everybody's mom likes Tonight Show clips. Yes, and everyone likes the YouTube clips. Yeah, that, and and that's I think of what's really going to sell this is, man, that was funny when he did that. Okay, we'll go ride that ride, and that's all this ride is. This ride isn't going to get people to book vacations. This ride isn't going to get people to buy a piece. It's just another solid thing in their lineup of fun studio attractions. This is the universal like game plan. They get their guest surveys. They look to see what attractions are on the bottom. They get replacement 
attractions for those attra- for those set attractions. They determine if those attractions are good investments, then they make the investment. It's, and it's and, pretty that it, which is to their benefit, they do that, but it's also a negative because then instead of like sticking with something or refreshing it or making it more modern, they just get or rid nostalgia of it. pulling exactly. people in to do the same thing. <clears throat> Exactly. Because I don't think they're old enough to have nostalgia. Oh, exactly. And that's and I think, you know, if they kept Jaws around and they put Diagon Alley somewhere different or, you know, wherever that would be, you know, um it, it, people would have more nostalgia for uh Jaws over over time. But yeah, they'll just get rid of something. They're for better or for worse, they are way more prone to just get rid of something and put something new. Um which is both bad and good. So Anyway, um, that's the Tonight Show. Uh, that's going to be opening in spring 2017. Hopefully, we'll have more info on that. I don't know. Oh, that's early spring next 2017 year. is real soon then. Yeah, spring. Well, remember, spring does go into June. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it could be spring is before the first of July. Uh, no, it's before like I thought the middle of July. Uh, no, yeah, no, the like June 21st yeah, or something. June. Yeah, yeah it'll probably mid June when they open it. Yeah, they can pull that off. Yeah, mid-June. Do you think this is their big e-ticket for 2017? Well, Volcano Bay. No, that's not true because Volcano Bay is happening. So, um, I mean, might as well... uh, Well, before we get into Volcano Bay, which I have at the bottom here, but we'll talk about it real quick here, is that um, I think that they're going to do another whole entire Jimmy Fallon goes to Universal this coming summer. They, They should do that every summer. Well, yeah. Fallon should do a week, Today Show should do a week, every single summer at Universal Orlando. Mm-hmm. So. No questions asked. Do it. It's fun. Yeah. People like it. You still watch those shows. If you like those shows, you'll probably be inclined to go to this resort. That's a wonderful synergistic thing to do if you own a cable network and a television channel that with shows people like and a, a entertainment resort. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I, I, when I went last time to Jimmy Fallon to see him record back in 2014, that mm-hmm. was a really fun time, and I had a blast, and it was really, really cool. I thought it was really different and really cool, and it was a unique experience. I'm not a huge fan of the Tonight Show, but it was cool to see the Roots play at least. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the Roots are going to be doing the uh, score of the uh, attraction, which is a definite win, definite plus. Um. So let's get into Volcano Bay real quick. Uh, there's been a bunch of uh, new construction going on. They're finishing up the volcano. Uh, we have the load area for the water coaster they've kind of shown. Um, did you see the uh, tweet that Tom Williams put out of the uh, pineapple upside down mini cakes they were testing for Volcano Bay? No, I did not. Tell me all about it. They look delicious. That's what they were. <laughs> volcano. Uh- Pineapple upside down cake is delicious. That's and, our hot take. And they look like little mini ones, like maybe about like three or four inches in diameter. That's perfect. Yeah, so they're really cute little ones. Um, they look delicious. So the food's gonna probably be probably ugh, 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 probably be really good. Um, I had my first uh, as an adult, my first Disney water park experience this summer, and it was just awesome. And they had those little silly donuts and stuff. This this our Volcano Bay is going to be a hit out of the box, no questions asked. And mm-hmm. and if they're doing a good job of giving you a rum bar and giving you good snacks, that's just going to make it that much better. Yeah, I'm excited for Volcano Bay next trip. Um, 
Yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. Also, Volcano Bay is so cool. We're probably going to go down in the spring next year. Yep. Um, so, so Volcano Bay, actually, tonight they announced that they will be unveiling more information about Volcano Bay tomorrow at 10 a.m. So our next is that episode. A secret attraction? Yeah, probably they're going to. Well, they're saying they're talking about they're going to unveil more experiences or whatever. I forget the exact. Tweet. Okay. So I imagine they're going to dive a little bit more into the shops, restaurants, individual attractions, maybe. They're going to do like the dive and drop and go, here is every restaurant. <clears throat> Possibly. Here are all the shops and their names. Possibly. I could see them also um, talk about the water coaster. I could see them talk about the drop slides, The you know, those, you know, you know, the ones where they, they, they release you like a, a bomb from a b2 bomber yeah Yeah, those are super scary i don't want to do those (laughs) okay so they're not they're not like too scary to do Mm -hmm. so i did the one on the magic they have one hanging off the side of the ship and you can't see for a good two count Mm -hmm. when you first go down it like it's just a close your eyes hold your breath Mm -hmm. you can exhale in a second like it those are kind of scary and fun cool um, so it's going to be a good time. Yes, um, they'll probably cover those and some other Is the cool water things. coaster the one they had sagged back to say, well, we will talk about this later? Yep. Okay. That's the one you, that um you can see that has like the giant. You think it's going to be themed? Oh, yeah. It, this, it has a massive load area. You, you think should... minions are coming, baby? No, it's not going to be minion Minion, related. dark ride, water coaster. No. Until tomorrow at 10, that's what I'm going with. No. So that's Volcano Bay. Um. Uh, I, I have something about ticketing for Volcano Bay going up maybe soon. Um, on the parkscope.net? Yeah, on the parkscope.net, like covering some theories and stuff. Um, so look out for that. I've heard some stuff about the water coaster that are cool, so hopefully they'll release some of that tomorrow. Um, and that's it for Volcano Bay. It's, it looks really pretty lit up at night, mm-hmm. and we are only at like an eighth speed of how pretty it's going to be lit up at night. Yep. So Volcan- it's going to be a beacon like the Orlando Eye, with fire, a fire beacon. A fire. <laughs> yes. Um, so also Universal has uh, uh, released some new buses. Have you seen these, Lane? I did. That's why I'm saying it's a minion water coaster. Yeah. Well, the bus the buses are updated. They look like the Disney buses because they have uh, higher ADA compliance, so they don't have to wait forever to load um, wheelchairs in. Also, these buses aren't just designed to go to Cabana Bay. They're also planned to go to all the other resorts. So I'm All be- the other parks and resorts. All the other resorts. So the idea behind it is that people would get on the buses and they would go to Volcano Bay instead of having to walk through. And they would go to the, um, you know, that gen, you know, you know, the general uh, drop off area for um, Cabana Bay. They would do it. Um, you'd then just go over to Volcano Bay from that area makes sense okay so instead of having to walk through city walk and so if you parked in if you parked in the main deck but wanted to go to volcano bay for the daytime that's where you would park in the main deck get your bag check walk over to that spot no get a get get a shuttle and go to volcano bay no so the shuttles are actually going to be i believe on the south parking garage side they're actually doing excavation work for right now that's going to be a tram that takes you over what I'm saying is if like you stay at um if you stay at like Sapphire Falls or something, you okay. can take this bus over to the main area and they would drop you off and then you can go to the tram 
for Volcano Bay. Okay. Makes sense? Or like it Royal Pacific or something like I, that. I still have the biased opinion of always stay closest to the resorts you're going to mm-hmm. and just walk or take cooler transportation. Fair enough. So I'll see how that argument plays into the new Universal in, we'll call it, 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet it'll be the same for what we like to do, but you know it could entirely flop on its head. Yep. But um, also, this probably will play into other expansions of the resort, I imagine, because they're going to probably do a lot of crazy stuff um, with the parking decks and everything. So stay tuned for more information there. Um, So another weird thing that happened recently, um, this happened on, let me, sorry, I want to get the date. It's actually happened on October 23rd when we're supposed to do the episode last week, but whatever. Um, My internet was out. So Artigan Mall may be up for sale. Um, they're talking about selling this to a local sort of, um, not not a local, but a uh, domestic theme park company that doesn't have any international uh, business. And two people, um, t- well, two companies really stuck out for this. Uh, one being uh, Hershen Family Entertainment Corporation and the other being Cedar Fair. Um, Hershen are the people who do Dollywood. Um, and Silver Dollar City and Six Flat, or uh, sorry, Stone Mountain here in Atlanta, and they own the Globe Trotters. Yeah, that was a weird one. <laughs> they own the so, Glo- <laughs> so uh, Mamby was the president of that company before he moved over to SeaWorld, and yep. there. So Hershen has some Atlanta offices. That's how I knew this. They own the Globe Trotters right now. That's bizarre. It's bizarre, but it kind of makes sense with their rest of their portfolio. Mm-hmm. So they own like Stone Mountain so in and Atlanta. And they also so they... own Silver Dollar City. Correct. Silver Dollar City is something they own outright. Dollywood's like a partnership. Uh, Stone Mountain's something they own outright. The Globetrotters is something they own outright. Hershen is is a American theme park slash themed stuff company. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting is that for both of those companies, this would be like, the first new theme park built by them in a very, 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 very long time. To ever. Yeah, to ever. Um, like, in our lifetime. Like, yeah, so that, they've that, just been acquiring stuff. And another interesting thing is that it's reported that this is going to be a 178-acre project um, with the movie theater, I believe, the Cinemark, is sold separately. So what I imagine will be happening was the Cinemark will stay but and there's also a Bass Pro Shop because of course there's a Bass Pro Shop. Um, I mean, so someone did a really quick sketch up and they showed that you could fit Islands of Adventure, City Walk, and a parking garage into this um, a- this land area, which I think is a pretty good way to look at it. Of uh, look at it, the size of this place. Crazy. Yeah. So. So, but man. I just don't think any of those are – I guess Cedar Fair is fully traded. I don't know if Hershend is. Like, I just don't know if any of those things, those companies need to expand into the Orlando market. Yeah, I mean – And what's and, – and Joe, <clears throat> do you know Parkscope's official stance on other companies expanding into the Orlando market? Do you remember this? I don't – I don't. I know. <laughs> what is Parkscope's it? official stance is buy SeaWorld. Oh, yeah, good point. If yeah. you're Cedar Fair, if you're Six Flags, if you're Hershen, if you're anybody, just buy SeaWorld 
and take your whatever percent of the market it is and then go up from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's clearly the way to do it. And you can get rid of the animals. I mean, hey, Cedar Fair has a history of buying up SeaWorld properties and yeah. doing that. Maybe in the northern Ohio area, you know, like things happen. Yep. May it rest in peace. Yeah, but Dominator's really good. Yeah, you're welcome. It's so good. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, Artigan's up for sale. We're really not sure. Some people are talking about like, hey, Universal ju- should just buy this and maybe they're like dangling this information out to drive up the price. Who knows right now? They're trying to buy it. They wouldn't want the price to go up. No, I'm saying is like uh, Artigan would would oh uh, yeah, yeah rumor it the and, seller yeah the seller would rumor it so the price would go up whereas um yeah so sorry I'm just looking at something right now uh, it doesn't look like well it doesn't really make much sense where it's located for Universal to buy it it is way too far north of and it's also right next to a residential area. So, Which they already have and they don't like. Yeah, so I don't think Universal would buy it. But One of the gimmicks of that convention center area was like, it's kind of out of the way. You can have more way with height and fireworks and such. Mm-hmm. So that's the uh, Artigan rumor, which is I, bizarre. It's, it's just, I don't know right now. It's too early to tell, but things are definitely moving on I-4. I feel like that no, market's drive, already sorry. matured, though. I drive, you mean? Sorry. It, or, Orlando, you know. Uh, I mean, we if you're not have... A or if you're not A or B, then I don't feel like you want to step in and get in on that. Or as we, but I guess you know they built the I and they built all that stuff next to it. So something that a uh, uh, friend of the site, Jason Shuck, brought up, which is a good point, is that uh, Disney's priced themselves out of the local market pretty well. Um, besides yeah. some Uber fans, you know, like. Besides some Uber fans, most families cannot go to, cannot afford to go to Disney anymore unless they have someone who works there and can get them in for free. Correct. Um, Especially the hour away people. Yeah. And because there's just not closer. that much money down. Yeah. And um, one of the issues uh, with that is uh, they're, they're, you're seeing a lot fewer of those um, Mickey's Not So Scary or the holiday party sellouts because that's when the locals used to go. They would buy tickets for that for, you know, 60 bucks. You're saying there's less of those sellouts? Yeah, actually, there's very few sellouts this year. Previous years, they were sold out constantly. Now they've raised the prices so much, they they only sold out a handful, if any. Paid the prices and, and sold more tickets. Yeah. So, For a few years, yeah. Yeah, so that's what's going on there. Uh, Universal's raising their prices. Not as crazy as Disney, but they've been raising them. I mean, so, they're right on par. Their, their job is to say we're just as good as they are. Look at the price of our product. Yeah, but well, the what the pro well the thing that Jason brought up was hey, as a stand-in for Disney for the locals, a another amusement park could do very well. Which there there used to be a water park as a stand-in for locals, and that got bought up. Yeah, well, exactly, and that and now it's closing in December. <laughs> now it's closing in December. Yeah, R.I.P. Wet and Wild. So I mean. There could be a locals market for this that um, that could also play into iDrive a little bit, but it, it's just weird. It's a lo- weird location. Um, yeah, we just don't know right now. So, Lane, do you want to talk about your Disneyland trip, or do you want me to talk about my trip a little bit? Last I'll go time. first. I'm yeah, pretty quick. First. 
they closed paint tonight in between me booking this trip and um, me going to this trip. I'm going down for, or I'm going over, I guess. Yeah. I live in Atlanta. Go that's in California. <laughs> uh, I'm going over for Avengers races, which are going to be very fun. Uh, very early, but very fun. Um, they closed paint tonight. Uh, I think Rivers America are still closed. Yes, sir. Um, Disneyland is still Disneyland, so all of the fun goodness that you like to do as a theme park fan slash um, person that visits Disneyland every few years will still be there. Um, Rivers of America is closed. Almost all of DCA is open in its current rendition, so mm-hmm. nothing will be down there. Uh, we get an older world of or a different world of color than the summer. Do you get the holiday one or do you get the original? I, I think I get the modified original. Okay. I think I get like World of Color 1.5. Mm-hmm. Or maybe 2.0, whichever one you want to call it. Yeah. That's what World of Color I get. I'll watch World of Color. I'm not sure Fantasmic's open. Fantasmic's not open. <laughs> okay. It's super not open. So like that, I'm going with a bunch of people I don't know and are not that I don't know that haven't been to Disneyland as much as we have. And they uh like there's some stuff you want to show off but all the good disneyland staples will be there you can still like you know show some castle and show some fancy land and show a matterhorn and show you know this or that and all the good fun dca stuff that i like will be there and open i, I just it's it's weird that the resort as i walk into it um in fall of 2016 will be the same resort i walked into in summer of 2013 mm-hmm. or January 2013. So Disneyland's cool. Everybody loves Disneyland. If you stay close, you can walk and that makes your Disneyland experience that much better. Scott Trader Sam's and Trader Sam's is the best. The original. Yeah. If you don't, it, if I stay on side of Disneyland and don't go to Trader Sam's every night, it's, it's a catastrophe. It's a sad, sad thing. So I'll be there every night um, in some fashion. So it just it stinks that Paint the Night came and went before I even could get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they are opening it up back for seasonal stuff, but the seasonals later. I am excited. This will be my first time on Haunted Mansion Holiday. Oh. Um, and as a Disney World East Coaster, like that's going to be awesome. Well, because you've never done it before. I've never done it. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Because their Haunted Mansion, uh, uh, uh once you get down the elevator in the stretch room as a haunted mansion fan like it feels the same like it's it's a it not scaled down but it's not as fleshed out complete as the florida haunted mansion and then i roared i rode uh phantom manor in september and that's Mm -hmm. just a whole different ridiculous experience so the fact that i can go on a different kind of haunted mansion's cool um you know you just go hang out and you eat. That's what you do at Disneyland, man. As much as Disneyland people like to say that's what they like to about Disney World, that's what I like to do at Disneyland. Like, yep. you just go out there and you eat fried chicken and you eat your burritos and you drink a beer in Paradise Pier. It's just like that's going to be the dream. And going to a few of the restaurants at uh, Grand California is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, You're going to Napa Rose, right? You know, I, I I don't think we are going to sit down for that Aww. amount of time and spend that amount of money on this trip. There's a we I don't have park tickets Sunday after the race, 
So we're going to do either Storytellers or Steakhouse 55 for kind of a big blowout brunch mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um, instead of wasting, or not wasting, instead of using Friday evening park time to sit down for an hour and a half meal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, I think we are going to go to Carthay. Mm, Carthay. Because I, I love some Carthay. Carthay's delicious. Carthay, Carthay is good. Carthay around fireworks when you can sit on the balcony and then they'll let you go out, look on the front of the balcony during fireworks is as good of a Disney parks experience as anything you can get in Disney world. So mm-hmm. like you, you do that when you get the chance, man, like you get to drink from Manhattan and watch fireworks like from a whole different park. You, you take that opportunity. So we'll be doing that. Uh, like I said, we'll either do storytellers or take us 55 for brunch um, definitely going to get Plaza and fried chicken. Definitely going to get, uh, paradise pier beers and, uh, watch some fountains, ride the roller coaster. Like that's my, that's Disneyland to me and I'm excited for it. Cool. And, uh, you're going pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. have, yeah. My parents are going down on sat- uh, Saturday to Disney world. So Ooh. oh, that'll be so much fun. Yep. So, um, I want to talk real quick. Something I didn't talk about the last episode was... Um, Islands of Adventure? Islands of Adventure, New Hulk and Kong. So, um, I did... Uh, this is the first time for both of those for me um, on this last trip. So, New uh, Hulk I did like three times, I want to say. Okay. And then Kong I did three times also. Um, for Hulk, uh, the attraction is still a little bumpy. The, the first thing this, to say is it's still a little bumpy, but it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. I would get off that ride not being able to ride again. Um, every time I got off that ride, I could ride it again two or three more times. So That's it's, a compliment as as a resort roller coaster. Yeah, so it, it was real bad. Now it's still bumpy. It's still not as smoky, uh, silky smooth as a B&M should be, but it's it's pretty good. Do you um, think it's a third too long? Uh, what do you mean? I think that ride's a third too long. You mean the back end? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll get to that in a second. So okay, continue. The queue is much is 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 just so much nicer now. It's no longer this really crappy cement and television tubes kind of mess of a '90s. It's way sleeker. It looks much nicer. It's much cleaner. Um, because Doctor Doom gets this way too. It just feels grimy and it, it doesn't feel. It feels very uh cement. Six Flagsy. So, yeah, Six Flagsy. It feels like they cheaped out on actually constructing walls and they just did cement everywhere this feels like it's very um it feels like an actual queue and it feels uh it stands up to the other uh, other queues in the uh not just the land uh not just the park but the land um because i consider spider-man's queue to be pretty good um so the queue is much better uh yeah the story is pretty much non-existent that's a whole nother story for another time um well, that's not why you Go ride one of the best roller coasters in the entire well, world. True, but on the other hand, when you're waiting 75 minutes for a ride and there's absolutely you, no entertainment in the queue. You like a little plot. Exactly, and especially when you're not allowed to bring your cell phones on the ride. Yeah, that's so, good. That's illegal. Like, yeah, so you're doing nothing. So, yeah, it, it, like everything's been uh, pretty much uh, distilled down to this one, these few televisions at the load area, but... Anyway, so the new load area is badass. Uh, the trains are the sa- are very similar to before. They still knock you around. Um, the soundtrack was okay. Um, 
So here's the problem I have with the soundtrack, is that the speakers are located in front of you, down and in front of you. So they're not in the headrest no, like so every un- other roller coaster with speakers. So unlike uh, unlike Rock and Roller Coaster and unlike Space Mountain Rip, at Disneyland, Rip Ride Rocket, or um, yeah, or yeah, I guess Rip Ride Rocket it is up there, or Rip Ride Rocket, or California Screaming even. No, yeah. I didn't mean to make that rhyme. Um, the speakers are in front of you, like in that you know how there's that well down there. It, it's they're right there. Um, Okay. So it it does not sound did, as good. They got new trains, right? They got new trains. And that's what so I So they thought. could have just said, hey, this is what roller coasters with sound yeah. sound like. Or because they, we're the people that made California Screaming in uh, Discovery Mountain. Like, we know how this works. Well, no, that's um two different companies. No, that's Vacoma made those two rides. This is B&M. Okay. Yeah. So trust me. But anyway, speakers. So speakers. So the problem is that the sound system, like the the song is okay. It was fine, but the sound it's not as thumping as Rock and Roller Coaster or any other attraction. So they don't have a subwoofer under your seat, which sucks. They don't have the several speakers around your head, so you hear everything great. Did they, they yell just, Asta? Uh, no, they don't. So okay. less good. Yeah, so it's it's it, it, the the that's that part of it is really disappointing. Um, so there's that. Uh, it bangs around a little bit, and also the bo- the back third they've actually kind of decorated a little bit. They um, added vegetation. They added uh, rock sculptures and sand, so they give it a nice uh, kind of um, southwestern feel, like you're in the middle of a giant uh, a military base in like New Mexico or something. So it doesn't just feel like here's the back half of Port of Entry in 2001. Yeah, it doesn't feel like you're going over some pavement and stuff. It feels like there's actual things there, so it's pretty oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, the new lockers are awesome. They are amazing. All they are are you need to scan your ticket, and they and it just pops open. So you don't have to. So what you don't you don't have to just uh, use your finger. So you don't have like your kid doing it, and then you try it, or you squish your finger way too hard. No passcodes. No passcode. You don't need to remember your locker number. So you just scan it. Yep. It opens. You it scan it again, opens. and it opens. Yep. Exactly. Oh, that's so much better. So that was really good. Um, so that's uh, Hulk. I I mean, people like think. I mean, the the, the st- I'm sorry, I'm stuttering, but the the story was definitely cut back from what I understand. The queue experience was cut back. But what needed to happen was they needed to replace the track. Things were causing issues, I think. I'm not 100% sure on that. So they did that, and everyone's... Uh, it's a much better experience now, which is very good. Um, I'm double-checking the Indian score, because last I saw it was 6-3. to three. Oh, I saw Mike make a sad emoji, so I would pass. Yeah, well, I, I can't... checking. I can't find it right now, so... Um, I don't think you need to worry about it. Yeah, I think it's still six to three. So, oh boy. Um, so the next one to talk about is uh, Raina Kong, real quick. So, um, ah. I, I missed Raina Kong by ever so slightly um, when I went down in the spring. So this is gonna be my first. This was my first time on Raina Kong. So we waited about an hour my first ride through, and we did outside. The next time was I waited scary? about. Um, well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. The second okay. time waited about. 30 minutes and did the outside and then the next time I waited about 30 minutes and did the inside only which was weird 
because it was raining. It wasn't raining or anything. So whatever. Um, so Raina Kong, um, the first things first is that I think this, the exterior of this attraction is amazing. It is so cool. It looks amazing. Having the vehicles go outside is badass. The fire everywhere and the plants, which are going to glow, uh, those plants are going to grow in near the track real well. And that's going to glow look, in? They're going to glow in too. Okay. Um, yeah, but they're going to look real nice once they grow in and it's going to look real jungly and it's going to be really, really cool in like two or three years. Um, the exterior queue is exterior queue. It's pretty fine. It's better exterior queue than like many other attractions, so I can't complain that much. Um, the interior queue. Uh, I've seen people compare that to Indiana Jones Adventure, and I don't think it's as good as Indiana Jones Adventure. Um, there's a certain grandness and also diversity to the Indiana Jones Adventure queue that I don't get with Kong. Um, it's It all seems like it has very similar height. Um, it all seems very similar to me. Um, and you don't also, get that good, overwhelming pirates feeling. Yeah, you don't. You don't get that. Um, I don't think the queue is as good as for Bin Journey. I don't even know if it's as good as Spider Man, frankly. Um, I think it's you were right. The queue. Um, I think the I think the queue is good. It's just I think it was overhyped. I guess um, the audio animatronics cool. The one Nugent effect you have is cool. The scare actor is cool. Um, the other audio animatronic slug is cool, but. Besides that, if there's a lot of blank walls or empty rooms and stuff, and it just is... I don't know. They could have done more, I feel like. They could have put some educational stuff in there or made it more haunted or... I don't know. Um, now about the ride. So the first ride through, we were in the back row, and I was on the far right. Um, the next one, I was in the middle middle, and then the ne- and the last one, I was on like the far left of... Um, in like in the middle row, give or take. Okay. Um, the the edge rows the the edge seats of the attraction are really bad in that 360 room like you can see the top and the bottom walls real bad and you just don't feel immersed at all um so that's a real bummer <laughs> real bad bummer um as for the middle i think is absolutely fantastic um you get the good 3d effects everything looks good it feels like you're actually swinging around it's super cool um, it's really thrilling. Um, so I, I, I think the only way you can really ride it is the middle, which sucks because there's like 72 people in, the, in those vehicles or something crazy like that. And yeah, it, you, there's only maybe about 20 good seats or maybe 30 good seats in the whole ride. Um, I like the outdoor portion. It's amazing. It's fantastic. It, it feels like Kilimanjaro Safaris, which is amazing, um, which I think is, has always had a good feel to it. Um, as for the audio animatronic, it's amazing. It's fantastic. Um, I, people were like saying that you didn't get to see it enough. I thought you saw it plenty. That's just me though. What do you think, Lane? I haven't been on the ride. You haven't been on Kong? I haven't been to Universal in a while. I thought you went in July. I didn't get to go in July. Oh, you didn't? I thought you did. I didn't get to go in July and I didn't get to go in October. Oh, well, never mind then. Okay. So anyway, um... I, I think it's a good ride. I'm not sure if it's... I mean, it's hard to say because the issues that I raised before, like the, the viewing angles and some of the other stuff, but when you really think about it, you have the awesome outdoor portion. You have some of the really great sets. You have the you know you have the 360 screens. Um, you have the motion effects, and then you have the audio animatronic. Um, 
I really do like the queue area, uh, n- not the queue, the area, the load area for the vehicles. That yeah. does give you that height and a lot of, um, it, it gives you the height and also the ride vehicles just pull up. So that's super cool. And just like, uh, uh, you know, Kilimanjaro Safaris, uh, the, the vehicle drivers themselves, people complained about them. I thought they looked good. Um, I didn't have any issues with them. I thought they were fine. Uh, the exit is an exit. But yeah, I would. I, I think Kong's a good, solid addition. Um, Does it do its job of being Islands of Adventures, Haunted Mansion slash Pirates? No. Because? Because, um, because it still has a height requirement, A. B, I feel like it needs another scene. Um, I to think, be a really long eater-up ride? Um, I think it needs another, yeah, it needs another scene. It needs another beat, a plot beat. Because what happens is, and this is the big problem when people say, oh, well, it felt so short. You spend like a good minute outside the the ride, like outside the, like you pulling out and getting into the, in, into the show building. It's maybe about a minute. And then you're inside and then you pull past the um, skeletons and then you go past some audio animatronics and stuff. Once you're so like actually into the plot of the attraction, you're only in the plot for maybe about two or three minutes. So it's it's more close to uh, Jurassic Park at that park, where sort it's basically of. a shoot the shoots with one extra scene on it. Sort of. I would actually compare it more to something like I feel like Maelstrom in a way, kind of with pacing. Um, it kind of you know opens up. Maelstrom had pretty good pacing. Oh no. Um, oh, well, it had weird pacing, but it was it was longer than it was longer than what I like. It was longer than the, you know, Escape from Pompeii. Oh yeah, well, Escape from Pompeii is like a U. So, anyway, but but then you get the t- you get the two screens, you get the three sixty, and then you get Kong, and really all the plot and story happens in those three screens, and that doesn't last that long. Um, and that's the problem is like if you had another scene before the three sixty tunnel, you could flesh out some of that plot real quick. Just what I was hoping that the big bugs and big spiders would be. Yeah. So, but they don't. So, that's the that's the problem. Dang. Otherwise, um, it's still a good ride. I don't have. I, I mean, compared to the other, but that is that is there. There hasn't been a modern theme park ride that has accomplished that long mm-hmm. of a scene and scale. Like Racers is the only thing I can think of that's been that big and that epic, mm-hmm. or that should have been that big and that epic. And Racers is like. Uh, scene, scene, race, done. Or yeah, but scene, you scene, still, race, but scene, you, done. There's still plot, though. Like, you get the you get the Mater thing. Like, you're out... Actually, do you know what? I think that's a really good comparison. Let's compare it to Radio Springs Racers real quick. Your okay. outside portion, and that's... This, you know, is, uh, price- this is Park Scope exclusive. Yeah, there you go. Park Scope exclusive uh, this or that right now. Yeah. So, you, you, you drive past, you know, a bunch of exterior segments that are really impressive and cool you get inside and it's you know pretty okay um two two and a half show scenes maybe one and a half yeah well there's three there's four show scenes inside rate of calm well five show scenes inside uh the actual building um for radiator springs racers you got like one you got three three four four race no four. Then you got the. Uh, well, here's what I'm counting. I'm counting the. Uh, you get pulled over by the cop. 
Then you get Mater, the first part of Mater. Then you get backup Mater. Yeah, you get bat. You get the first Mater, and then you get the turnover scene, and then the race outside of you know with the turbine. Mm-hmm. Then you have inside of Raider. Then you have the inside of Raider Springs, the city. Mm-hmm. Then you have the. Through. Then you have the shop, which shop, whichever shop you get. Yeah. Then you have the part after that where you know the guys on that turntable. And then you have the wait before the race. Make sense? Yep. So that's kind of how I'm counting it. Um, okay. I think Raider Springs Race is a good comparison because it has some of the wonky pacing a little bit too. Um, and, you know, it it, 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 it is kind of weird like that. But Raider Springs Race is way better because, I mean, you have the race at the end. Um, it, you move more. There's actual more, you know, physical movement which the is characters nice. are more fun yeah exactly so again i don't think kong's a bad ride at all um i haven't been on mount uh Mal-Sharm frozen this year so i can't even tell you if it's better than frozen no um, i assume it's much better i i have no clue um but i'm taking i mean i would it, based on a rating of like five being forbidden journey and spider-man and one being sinbad and and you know you know shrek maybe probably just sinbad really one okay um i would probably give this maybe three and a half stars three and a half which is exactly what i think they had it slotted in at man yeah i think they're aiming a little higher i mean if you're gonna spend that much money but but it is a testament i think it's a bigger testament that they they spent that much money time and effort on a ride that's going to be a 20-year uh, people eater mm-hmm. that wasn't going to get people to come down. I think that's a big testament to the universal uh, administrators we have right now mm-hmm. is that they're going to put that much time, effort, and money into doing something cool that isn't necessarily going to turn turnstiles, but keep the people that are there for Potter and how much fun your resort is around and fun. Yeah. Keep having fun. Well, and also remember that um, one of the big things for this attraction was like they had the water ride contingent there. You had so many, you know. Uh, yeah. So oh, they they no. have so many. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking for the for the um, for the stupid score because I'm depressed. Actually, it's still no, six what what happened was they took an empty plot of expansion land and they put a new ride in it. That's well, what we should be happy about. Yeah, so what yeah, they didn't replace it in the existing ride. They built a they new didn't one. Take a. Anything away. B, B what they also did was they took an area that would close down if it rained, a massive swath of a park that would close down if it rained and put an attraction in that works in the rain. Yep. With an option to be even longer when it's not raining. Yeah. So I think that's really good um, that that happened. Because the, the issue with Island's Adventure and an, another issue I have with Universal is they tend to overreact when they have issues. So uh-huh. overreacting to, um, you know, the Studios Park being so full of just massive e-tickets indoors uh-huh. was their thing would be, we're just going to have a bunch of water rides and outdoor small rides. We'll make a whole land of it. We'll make a second whole land of outdoor small rides. Yeah, which is fine, and that's great because it's more, you know, it's it it, it adds a nice little balance. But the problem is, then you have then you have Doctor Doom, Hulk, um, yeah, you have Popeye, 
you have Dudley, you have Jurassic Park and Pterodon Flyers. And all, most of Suits. And all closed down in the rain. Yep. J- just on that side. So now you just have Spider-Man on that side that operates in the rain, A, but now you also have Kong. So you have Spider-Man, Kong, Forbidden Journey, yeah. uh, Poseidon, maybe Cat in the Hat, I forget, Cat in the Hat, and that's about it, really. Which is still yeah, not that, that many that rides. That was a in. part where more than half the capacity went down on our bad rainy day, which is yeah. awful in a place where it rains at 3 p.m. every day. Yeah, so they fixed that, and that's a good thing. Um, well, they, they made moves to to even that park out. Yes. So, anyway, that's my thoughts on uh, Raina Kong and Hulk and all the sadness that is Cleveland sports right now. Island's Adventure is doing the best it can do. Yeah. Much better than pre-2009. However, still not. I don't know. It, it's doing It's doing a pretty good job. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm depressed. Cleveland's losing. I'm Let's not... close her up, then. Yeah, we should close it up. So, Sean... Let's uh, stitch Sean. this body of a podcast up. Yeah. Sorry, I just bitched out Sean for complaining and be like, Cleveland just won, man. So, anyway. Um, Lane, where can we find you online at? At Parks Go Plane. At G Lane Nick, uh, At Parks Go Plane on Twitters. At G Lane Nichols on Instagram. I'll be in Disneyland uh, next weekend. And if we do a show next week, I will announce a Parks Scope West Coast meetup. Um, if we do not do a show, then there will not be a Parks Scope West Coast meetup. Um, I will be previewing my Singapore trip later this month. Um, I talked to my friend Alan, everyone's friend Alan, about it. And it's going to be a good time. I get to go to Universal Studios Singapore. Cool. And also, uh, Alan's been doing some really good stuff on the website at Parkscope.net. Oh my goodness, our blog is getting fire. Yeah, it's uh, pretty awesome. Uh, He's doing all the uh, hidden-themed attractions around uh, these wonderful North American United States slash Canadian providences. Oh, Buffalo. So, yeah, go check that out at Parkscope.net. I don't know when Jeff's new article is going up, but if you haven't read his past few, whoo. He's been writing. Like, book-quality articles. Yes, he can do that. Like, book he, or above book-quality is a professional writer. He's a professional writer. He can do that. Um, so his last article, again, is a kind of a history of Animal Kingdom slash the never-built Asian safari slash a thesis statement on what works and what doesn't work in Animal Kingdom. Um, I would highly recommend go read it. Uh, save it to inst- to Instapaper or print it out or something because man, it's it, good. It's it's a long read, but it's really really good. I actually read that going down to uh, uh, Halloween Horror Nights a few weeks ago. On the ago. plane, yeah, on the plane. That's how long it is. So awesome. Um, you can find all of us at Parkscope.net. You can find me at Parkscope Joe on Twitter or Parkscope on Twitter also. Uh, go to iTunes, leave us a review. We haven't had any iTunes reviews in a while, and I'm sad because there's like a bunch of people saying how we suck on there, and I don't think that just do. means we're gonna have a twenty a twenty seventeen contest for iTunes reviews. There you go. 
Yeah, we should probably do that. But yeah, so go uh, leave us a iTunes review. Um, also, we've moved all of our hosting over to Simplecast for the podcast. So we also have a Simplecast site at, I believe it's parkscope.simplecast.fm. So let me make sure I get that right. Uh, parkscope.simplecast. Yeah, simplecast.fm. That's where you can find all the old episodes along with uh, subscribing to us on RSS and finding us on Twitter and all that fun jazz. So RSS. Yeah, woo. So, Lane, do you want to lead us out? Love everybody. Hate everything. Congo Lush. There we go.